I think there is uh, somewhat of a misconception uh, that when you come to daily mass, the homily should be 30 seconds or less, and when you come to a weekend mass, the homily should be roughly about 15 minutes of wasting your time. So, that's at least what I think a lot of people are expecting. Today, I don't know how long I'm going to talk for, but it's probably going to be very short, because there's really only one idea that we need to focus on. Why are we having a feast day today? And why is it at the end of Christmas? We're talking about the Lord being baptized as a 30-year-old. What does that have to do with the Lord being a child coming into the world? Well, I'm glad you asked. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Because it's important that we focus on the baptism of the Lord, because this is the final manifestation that happens during the Christmas season. First, the Lord is made manifest to his parents, right? The salvation of the world has come. The incarnation, God becoming man, has happened. That is the first manifestation. The second manifestation is when the, the shepherds come, right? The angels declare to the shepherds, the Savior is born, and they come. Who do they represent? The people of Israel, the chosen people of God, the people that God has been trying to reach out to throughout all of salvation history. And then who else comes? Well, then we have the Feast of the Magi. Who do they represent? Well, I told you a couple weeks ago, they represent all of the Gentiles, us, the rest of humanity, right? So Jesus has appeared now to representatives of all of humanity at his first initial coming. His manifestation has happened. Glory to God, right? So why at the end are we now talking about his baptism? Because it is his final manifestation. It is his last revealing. It's his moment of entering into ministry which is the last time that he will be revealed to the humanity as a whole, right? Like this time he is revealed because heaven opens up and the father blesses him and says, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. And the spirit descends in the form of a dove. This is the first time we confirm the Trinity in its in existence. And we also see that Jesus sanctifies the waters of baptism, right? His first act in public ministry, when he is manifest to the people, his first act is to unlock the key to our salvation. Yes, it's not culminated until his death and resurrection, but salvation is first opened to us at baptism. This is why our belief is thus. We believe before baptism, you are a beloved creature of God. After baptism, you are a beloved son or daughter through adoption of God. The difference being this. All of us have been created by the Creator. So it is not wrong to call us creatures, for that is what we are, things that have been created by the Creator. And if we are creatures of God and He has made us, that means that on some level He at least loves us. But it is not until we are baptized. doesn't matter who baptizes us, as long as we are baptized with water and in Trinitarian form, in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, that we become sons and daughters of God. We are adopted children of God. And this means that heaven is now open to us. Now, can God heal, I'm sorry, can God offer salvation to someone outside of the sacrament of baptism? Absolutely he can. He is almighty. He can do whatever he wants. But we know that this is the way that he has promised that salvation is opened to us. It is the one way we know the Lord gave. Why? Because he himself went through it he told his disciples to do it, and each one of us has that same command. As a baptized Christian, we have a right. That right is to salvation. With every right comes a responsibility. Our responsibility is to evangelize others. So that is what we celebrate today. 
right? All of that, everything I just said to you, the culmination of Christ in his manifestation, the beginning of his ministry, the chance of salvation being opened to us through baptism. This is why it is linked to the end of the feast of Christmas, the season of Christmas, because it is also very good news for all of humanity. So while ordinary time starts as soon as this Mass is over, that doesn't mean that we should start to expect anything less from our God, who did everything that we've heard about throughout the Advent and Christmas season. A God who still wants to be manifest in our lives through the sacraments and wants to be manifested by us to other people in their lives so that they would have the same choice that we have to choose the salvation offered to us or not to. So as the season of Christmas comes to an end and we look towards ordinary time, continue to expect extraordinary things from our God who is absolutely still in the business of miracles just as he was when he came in the Incarnation.